Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Troll in the Paint, an NBA podcast. We're finally off our wonky schedule the past few weeks, and we're finally back. The original three. I'm John. I'm joined by, as usual, by Will and Trent. Thank you to Tim Cato for filling in for me a couple weeks ago. And uh, let's see, we're a cu- we're a quarter of the way through this. Oh, wait, before that, how's everybody doing? Trent, <laughs> Trent, how you doing? <laughs> I'm I'm. We're back from the dead, like Tyson Fury last night in the twelfth round, baby. We're back. I wish I could connect with you on that, but I don't know anything about that at all. <laughs> just look. Just tweet. Uh, go to Twitter. Go to the search bar. Type in Fury Undertaker and then watch the memes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I saw that there was like a still of that meme. I thought that that was just like in reference to the fight. I didn't know he got up that way too. <laughs> I mean, he didn't really get up that way, but it like the knockdown. I'm mean, Will's probably just really mad that we're talking about this at all right now. I can't see him, but I can feel it. Um,. So the way he got knocked down, I thought the fight was over. I have no idea how he was able to get up within ten seconds, let alone within ten minutes. It looked like he got shot from like the like from the you know stands. Like it, it was crazy. <laughs> okay, I've, I'll go back and watch a little bit of it. Will, what's going on? Wearing shorts and a hat, embracing dad mode right now, guys. He really is wearing <laughs> shorts and a hat. <laughs> That's a he's wearing a very diverse outfit right now. He could either be going to the park, he could be going going grilling. I could do whatever, he man. He can go I'll, to the coffee shop, he could be going to a Lip Biscuit concert. Lisa. <laughs> you made that Lip Biscuit joke when I walked in. I'm wearing the hat backwards, it doesn't look good frontwards. So, you know, it just makes me look stupid frontwards. So if it makes me look like Lip Biscuit backwards, they used to be really popular. Why don't you just buy a nicer hat? <laughs> bro, I was gifted this hat. <laughs> okay. This is a rocket hat, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but <laughs> Okay, whatever. This uh, is the beige rocket hat, Robert. It's not the one you got me, bud. We're not making fun of that hat. That was a good hat. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, Robert no, make fun of that hat. It's the same hat. <laughs> it's not Stop the same being hat. nice. So, we got some good news, podcast listeners. We're going to have an in-person podcast while Trent Johnson's here. We're going to video record it. This is a guarantee. <laughs> and it will make no difference. We'll be here for eight days for some reason. The quality of the podcast will still be extremely low, so it won't make any difference at all. <laughs> <that I'm there. laughs> and, except uh, yeah, we'll except for that, you'll be able to see our faces, which is will probably make it worse, actually. Somehow Ooh, I still have the beans. We can do the bean challenge. A, a fucking <laughs> year old beans. beans? Dude, they're jelly beans. They don't go bad. Oh, I remember that. I don't okay. want to eat beans that are a year old. <laughs> I'm going to check and see if there's an expiration date. If there is, we'll go buy some more. <laughs> okay. All right, well, let's get to it then. We're about a quarter of the way through this season, about 22 games, give or take, for each team. And um, even though this whole year has been weird as shit so far, we're kind of getting to the point where we have to start taking everything seriously. And so we're just we're gonna do uh, quarter season awards and reflect on what has been going on over the past over the first quarter of the season and you know talk about who has been doing the best so far and we're just gonna go in reverse in reverse 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 order of um, it's when you reverse a divorce reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Order of the importance of the awards. Yeah, exactly. 
That's like in BoJack when they do the same sound for like a whole sentence, just like a bunch of or sounds. <laughs> okay, so um, okay, let's start off with Executive of the Year, which is usually just basically whoever did whoever made moves over the summer and it's looking like it's paying off so who do you first who do you guys got i want to go first okay because <laughs> this is like it's hella troll especially given the comments i made right before we started recording the podcast so before we started recording the podcast trent and john said should we talk about the standings the clippers are number one should we talk about how the clippers are number one and i was like no that's stupid let's not do that but my executive of the year is lawrence frank He's the Clippers GM. And the reason why is because he didn't trade any of those dudes, right? Like, mm. everyone wanted him to trade Tobias Harris or Avery Bradley or Lou Williams. And he said no, no, no repeatedly. And now they're in the number one team. And they look like a firm play- playoff team, at least in our opinion. Yeah, and not only that, but, I mean, it's always... I mean, it's always just a boost of morale, like, around the team and with the fan base to, like, just, like keep things together and seeing it pay off and not only that but they've set themselves up really well for next summer when they can go after big time free agents and tobias harris is getting better every year got all the tobias harris stock trent cool man yeah that's, <laughs> it's just it's not accurate at all i think they may regret not trading those players when no one goes to the clippers next year Tosh, but uh man. that remains to be seen i think this is in the probably the easiest award to give out quarter of the way through the year and it belongs to a one Masai Ujiri who traded for Kawhi Leonard. And not only did he trade for Kawhi Leonard, who might be the MVP also, he uh, stabbed DeMar DeRozan right in the back, said, we're not going <laughs> to trade you, buddy. Come on. We're not going to trade you. We love you. Bye. He didn't put DeMar <laughs> DeRozan on man. a T-shirt with Malcolm X and Martin <laughs> 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 Like yeah. the Clippers did to play good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's just they have the best record in the league. They beat the Warriors, which – Okay, that's great, but the Warriors probably aren't taking it very serious right now, but they beat the Celtics. They've beaten all the good teams, it seems like, that they're uh, neck and neck with for supremacy in the league. And you have to give them credit for not only getting Kawhi Leonard, but also getting Danny Green back and only giving up, really, DeRozan, who, whose skills would be dip- duplicated anyway, and Potal, who I don't even think is playing for the Spurs right now, John. Like, they didn't really give up that much He's, if you look yeah. at the trade. Yeah, he's really up and down. Some games he plays, sometimes he doesn't. Yeah, and that's probably a function of Popovich being sort of weird with his rotations generally. Yeah, yeah. I think when you can get Kawhi Leonard, even if even if Leonard doesn't stay, they're probably going to win 65 games. They're going to be the one seed in the East. They're going to have the inside track to get to the finals and at least make a series out of the Golden State matchup that awaits them if they, you know, if they could beat Boston. But, uh, yeah, I think that that's... That's pretty clear to me that Masai Ujiri deserves it because he took a big swing and it's paying off so far. Yeah, I think of everything that has been going on this year, it seems like you, you can make the argument that like with literally all 29 other teams, they're not who they're going to be by the end of the year. But the Raptors already look well polished and it looks like this is already who they are. And... um I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree with the Kawhi Leonard trade. They had to do that, and it's really paying off well for them. Yeah, regardless of whether or not Kawhi leaves or not. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with all that. William. Also, keeping keeping Siakam, too, in that deal, because Siakam has turned out to be, like, their third best player, and it's kind of incredible. Yeah, I know. A fucking, uh, of Ananobi and Siakam, 
I would have settled for fucking who's who's the other point guard they have besides. John's out here dropping f bombs. He's like, uh, Delon Wright, who I also yeah. Like. I would have settled for really Delon Wright, and we get fucking Jakob Pertl. Come on, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Masai Jury's gonna win. Like, yeah, I mean, he'll win the award for sure. He's well liked, and like, there's a good narrative, and like, the the, the Raptors are gonna finish with the best record in the league. Mm-hmm. He's gonna win. I just thought it would be more fun to say Lawrence Frank because he's like a little baby. <laughs> Do you ever see Lawrence Frank baby. standing next to NBA players? It's like the funniest thing on the planet. <laughs> yeah, like, he used to be a coach. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a very tall white guy. A short white guy. It's yeah, like tall. Very, Jesus. Very he's the opposite of like tall. He works at a cubicle, but instead he's an NBA. He fan. does. At least he like Daryl like... Morey. Like, do you guys know? Daryl Morey is huge. You know that, right? Daryl Morey's like 6'5". Oh, really? Yeah, he's like a massive fucking dude. <laughs> he has a giant head. I'll give him that. He has a giant head. It's because he has and a giant body. <laughs> thick neck also. Uh, He's a very he's big, not big win, large man. But, uh, no, he will not win. Although, after listening to... Uh, Tim McMahon talk on Brian Winhorst's podcast on ESPN the last week. It seems like Tillman Fertitta sort of held his hand behind his back and said, "We will not go into the tax. Don't. Oh, really? I'm going to lie in the press and say that. Of course, I'll go in the tax, but then we are not. Well, I didn't hear about that. That I, it's not obviously. It's just like McMahon's sort of opinion being around the team a lot. But they yeah. still have their mid level, and he was like, "It doesn't seem like they're going to spend it either." And I was like, "Geez, that does sound like an owner being like, nah, we ain't going to the text.'" Like, oh shit, I didn't happen. even realize that they still have their mid level. Yeah, they still have their MLE, yeah, and, and they're probably not going to use it because the buyout guys aren't going to be worth it unless there's like a really good buyout candidate. But they could have gotten imagine. someone really good with that mid level over the summer. Holy shit, they could have gotten that. Yeah, they or they could have just brought back Mbamute who signed for like a little less than the mid level. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, well. I, I, I mean, I I disagree with the Mbamute thing. Is he even playing? No, he's players? hurt. He's hurt. But I mean, you don't know if he's gonna like. You can't do that. Like, you can't say, oh well, if he would have been know. in Houston, he would also be hurt. I mean, I'm sure that they didn't do it because of durability. But yeah, I mean, uh, his, his very long history of injuries. But there were other guys. There were other guys that were out there that they didn't really even tr- like. I, there weren't even reports. Like they didn't I mean, go I after. Uh, Tillman Fertitta bought the team at like three hundred thousand dollars less than his net worth total that he wasn't going to be like some big freewheeling spender the guy was worth like 2.5 billion and he bought the team for 2.1 billion he's not like fucking liquid rolling in the cash trucks like yeah, he but, spent all of his money on the rockets this is like sure a terrible but, uh, investment les alexander wasn't one of the richer owners either and he always spent to win so you just have yeah, to but like... he bought the team for a hundred million dollars is the difference sure 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 spent two billion sure. on the team and i know but if you're winning a real and... estate crook so, oh, well, I don't which know. Which is why he sold the team to settle stuff. bad debts. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah. makes sense, I guess, if you look at it from that lens. But still, I, I think winning generally. Yeah, we're talking about the Rockets, man. Why are we talking yeah, about I don't know what we're going on. <laughs> winning generally like... solves that stuff. Like if you John, win, people executive? buy merch, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, John, who's your executive? Uh, I mean, I'm going to go with Masai as well. Um, Copycat. I was just look. I was just looking at. I was just looking at all these teams, and I don't really... I mean, yeah, there's some people who have made big improvements, but I don't see... I can't think of anybody, really, who should be much in consideration, like, aside from Masai and Lawrence Frank. I mean, maybe the... I don't even know the guy's name, but the Denver GM? I mean, they're doing a lot better than... They really didn't I think do much expected. in the offseason. Yeah, because they didn't, they didn't really do that much. They just got Millsap back. Like, yeah. this is sort of the year of people... Not standing pat completely, but it does seem like a lot of teams just got better 
because they kept the teams together. Like even the Grizzlies, who I don't believe in still, sort yeah. of got like they were like, "No, nah, we're gonna roll with Gasol and Conley because we have all these money tied up in them. We're not gonna trade them, and and yeah. they're doing well because they're healthy." Which I mean, I guess maybe Polinka because just out of getting LeBron, I don't know. Nah. Yeah, but uh, Le- LeBron, but like give LeBron executive of the year then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it had, when, I, I think it had nothing, like literally nothing, to do with the GM. You can get. Yeah. When does LeBron get executive? When the Lakers get AD? Like is that, when, <laughs> is that when they just give it to LeBron? Like LeBron did it. He signed with Rich Paul, and then he got Anthony Davis to LA. LeBron's yeah. executive. What about the? Uh, I mean, maybe what about the Bucks GM. Is it John Hammond? Is that his name? Uh, no, John Horst. John Horst. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's, they, they got he hired Budenholzer. Yeah. John Horst, who got a divorce. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> he hired Budenholzer, and they brought in Brooke Lopez. Yeah. Wow. Right. I mean. Uh, yeah, Another team, I mean, though, roster-wise, it's almost the same roster except for Brook Lopez. So it's yeah, kind of he just, brought back he brought back Bledsoe, and people were trying to trade for Middleton, and he said no. No, no, I I, I agree with you. I'm just this yeah, goes I mean, along he did a good job, theme. but I mean, usually the award goes to someone who made like big changes and yeah, it paid off. Yeah, yeah I, I get you. I just there's not a lot. Yeah. this year. There really aren't. I mean, I guess the Warriors have Boogie coming, and maybe that's yeah. something to watch. Like, I mean, maybe if Philly Boogie, if the Jimmy Butler thing pays yeah. off long term. Oh, yeah, or if Boogie Boogie wins Finals MVP, like can they Elton retroactively Brand give it to? <laughs> I know Elton Brand. Yo, do we want to make Brand. fun of Markel Fultz for five minutes, or is it too sad and raw? I don't. I don't <laughs> That's know. just mean. You're making fun <laughs> of someone with like basically a disability at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse than anything that I was gonna say. So we're already done. You're making wonder... fun of him because there's something wrong with his body. <laughs> there's something wrong with his mind. His body. Yeah, I, I wonder if the machismo and ego of professional athletes is what's keeping him from seeing a sports psychologist at this point like how are people in his camp not saying markel let's just go see a sports psychologist for a few it, months and it's not like it's like a machismo thing because like athletes in all sports including the nba see wellness coaches like right maybe it's just him you know that it's... refuses to do it but seeing a wellness coach is like that's like a billion dollar industry now yeah, we're waiting on that. Uh, that shoe is like the one that hasn't dropped yet. Like Marco Fultz, we'll see a sports psychologist like five yeah, days a week. Like, that's the one. And all the shoulder experts are like, "Well, son, there's nothing wrong with your shoulder." Yeah, that's the one we need to see. I don't care about these specialists he's seeing. Like, it's all about him repairing the fluidity of his shot, and that is going to come from him and probably him alone at this point. Like, he's yeah. got to go get help for that all mental right. block. Well, all right, let's coach, move on to coach, coach, coach. Trey, you want to go first? John, you want to go first? Um, I mean, it's okay. gotta be, to me, it's gotta be Budenholzer, just for the, these reasons that we were just talking about with Milwaukee. I mean, they, he's... What about Nick Nurse, bro? Well, just <laughs> as, you there. guys are gonna have turns, just hold yeah, on yeah, just you a go second. Nick Nurse. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go Budenholzer because, I mean, just as I've said over and over again on this podcast, like, I mean, yeah, maybe this, this version of the Bucks can't make it to the finals, but the talent was always there to be, like, a serious team, and they just never had the right coach for that, and ever since Budenholzer got there, I mean, he's implemented an offense that's very well-suited for this roster. I mean, he's he's done exactly what people have been saying to do, just leave Giannis out there and surround him with shooters, and that's gotten them to one of the best records in the league. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, um... I think Budenholzer is the obvious choice, so I'm going to go for two choices that I think should be in contention. Obvious choice? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think Nick Nurse is going to win because I don't a think caretaker coach like that like very rarely wins on the first year. That would be like if Steve Kerr left and then the next year Luke Walton won Coach of the Year because the Warriors were still good. 
you know? So you're saying so A, far, the roster is really to good. differentiate between the Casey. Raptors of before. Yeah, so you're saying because Casey said such a strong, a strong infrastructure that gets hard for yeah, you to yeah, say. Yeah, it's very difficult coach for him to prove that this has anything to do with him and not to do with the fact that they suddenly have Kawhi. I like his rotations, but yeah, I agree. Um, so I think second place is like the guys in contention for second place are Doc Rivers and uh, Mike Malone. Mm-hmm. No one ever talks about Mike Malone. Um, he's a good coach. Yeah, he's he's a good been coach. a good coach for a long time. He was good in Sacramento, too. Yeah, those teams are uh, first and second in the West and the... Uh, you know, I think they have a shot. I don't think they have any shot of beating Budenholzer. What about the, what about JB Vickerstaff? Will I was going to say that just to troll you? Yes, but, <laughs> but the Grizzlies are. Uh, Grizzlies are good. Let's leave it at that. I mean, I think okay. So I think the Grizzlies are good as long as Gasol and talk about a caretaker coach. <laughs> Gasol and Conley are healthy. If Gasol and Conley get injured, then the Grizzlies obviously aren't good. But if they play the whole season, the Grizzlies absolutely are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, there'll be a they have the best defense in the entire tough. league. Sure, points per game wise. I'm not saying they're not talented. I just didn't believe they would be healthy all year. And in I the Western don't. Conference, they have the best defense aside from Utah by like six points per game. Actually, wait, hold on, that's points per game. Yeah, but they probably play the slowest pace too. So there's some of that also. You don't if you go yeah, by yeah, points. Yeah. Actually, Denver has the best defense in the league right now. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, that's not. I don't believe that for a second. Like, <laughs> I believe the numbers. Points per game. What is I that? believe the numbers, but when they play elite competition, I don't. I don't yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, scared. Yeah, of that. Yeah. always dust them, and so do the Warriors. Okay. So. Okay. So Trent, you're picking Nick Nurse. No, I'm going with Doc Rivers. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think Doc Rivers is doing a lot uh, with a, right? with a little, <laughs> huh? Is it Ubuntu? Is that what this philosophy? Yeah, is? I don't. I don't care about that stuff. Uh <laughs> Like like I said before, this team reminds me a lot of those Denver teams with George Carl coaching, where the coach is like this guy that is very is you know very um he has a lot of accolades, and Doc Rivers is one of those, and he is getting a lot out of these guys, and it shows that he can be a coach in different scenarios. I think it's kind of impressive. A lot of coaches can only coach good teams, and some can only coach teams that are on the come up. Like Scott Brooks is a guy that can develop players, but once they get to that elite status, is he his flaws sort of become apparent and that's exactly and, what people thought of doc whenever he left boston right and people are now getting worried about brad stevens the same thing uh which is probably overblown we haven't seen enough yet but i think rivers with this team I mean, he's turned montrose harrell into a sixth man of the year candidate like <laughs> that guy was not I mean, he wasn't a bum or anything but he was like just a pretty good nba player and now he's like one a difference maker on a night-to-night basis like to me that's impressive so i think rivers deserves it as of right now is that trade where the Rockets sent him for Chris Paul? Is that is that worse or way worse than the Wolves getting Jimmy Butler? <laughs> what do you are you saying? The Rockets made a mistake. Yeah, it's, a, it's a troll job, Trent. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, you have to take into account last season if you're ever going to look at that trade because last season they got <laughs> as close as you possibly can to winning a title without winning it. And I think that that's probably worth it, and just right there. Like, yeah. even if they never get to that point again, it's probably worth it for them to try. Will it be worth it when Tillman Fertitta has to file for bankruptcy? And the Rockets <laughs> get sold? Hey, that has... Hey, if, if, if the Rockets get sold, that, you know, maybe that's a good thing for the fans because, like I said, uh, the word on the street is that homie Tillman is a little worried about that tax line. 
Yeah, man, it's because all of his money is in casinos and restaurants. Why are we talking about the Rockets again? We're, what is going on? Can we move on? What, you one. guys have a problem, not me. <laughs> no, I, John, you all asked right. a question, I answered it. Let's move on. Sixth man of the year, brother. This Six. is the most boring category. Sixth man. I mean, I think it might be Harold. Yeah, it's Harold. Yeah. Set, I think right it's Harold. Yeah. I mean, Who it's not it? definitely Harold. I mean, you can make a case for Lou Williams because you can always make a case for Lou Williams. Um, yeah. If Eric Gordon plays the way he's played in the last three games for the rest of the season, <laughs> yeah. Eric Gordon. Right. Yeah. That's right. He's averaging 30 <laughs> points per game in the last three games. Yeah. If he goes some of those, back to two the of them bench. are starting, though. Yeah. He is back yeah. on the bench now. Yeah. He's Paul yeah. played the last three games. Yeah. But, um, um, I mean, who else could it be? Um, I, just, I don't know. If, if Boston sticks with Gordon Hayward coming off the bench. You know, I don't think they will. I don't think that they should do that, considering... J.J. Barea should get some respect. You know? J.J. Barea! Yeah, I mean, honestly, they're, they're Mavs bench have the, they have the best bench in the league, and he's probably the m- most uh, effective player off their bench, so that I would say that That man lit up crazy. Houston when I went to go see them on Wednesday. <laughs> he lights up Houston every time they play. Yeah, man. He, Something he about him, like, man. He hates the Rockets for some reason. Also, Boston's <laughs> won three well, in a row. He probably loves the Rockets. Against who? Let's see. Against... Decent teams, didn't they beat? Uh, they beat a decent team last night. I can't remember who. Minnesota. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Minnesota, who is actually better on defense after the Jimmy Butler trade. They beat that, the Cavs, Pellies, and Timberwolves. So two decent teams and the Cavs. <laughs> okay. Who beat the Rockets? <laughs> yeah, they're frisky. <laughs> who else? Yeah, don't. They're um, not. They're really not though. The Rockets were just horrible in that yeah, game. Yeah, they just you know. Uh, who else could it be for six and nine? Um. I can't think of anybody. Like, there's not a lot of good candidates right now, you know? Yeah, not yeah. really. There's not. <laughs> Marco Fultz. <laughs> Once the Spurs That's not nice, bro. <laughs> That's not nice, bro. Keep bringing up Marco Fultz and his really bad, broken free throw shot. <laughs> I see. Okay, um, should we just move on to the next one? Yeah, man. This okay. six-man is boring as fuck. What's the next one? Most improved. <laughs> Most improved. Oh, this is man. tough. This is really tough because you can always make a case for like the guy that. It's really hard because this this award's weird because sometimes the it's guy, easier to yeah. like the guy the who actually developed their skill set or the guy who plays more. Yeah. Right, that and sometimes you can make a case like even if like if a superstar gets like a lot better, sometimes the results are incremental. I mean, I think you have whereas, to jump like a tier as a player to qualify for this award. Yeah, yeah. Well, and for some guys like. Giannis can't win this award unless, like, suddenly he's the best player in the league. You know? Right. Yeah. Like, and it has to be by a considerable margin that he's suddenly better than everyone. So he's like, if Anthony seen. Davis would have been averaging 35 like he was at the beginning, like, the first two weeks of the season, you could make a case like, man, that guy has gotten a lot better. Yeah, even but obviously just... that's, right, no, that's it, because it, that, that kind of thing is not sustainable. Right. It, it, it came down. It came down, obviously. Yeah, this, is, um, this is tough, though. This is a tough I, one. Last year was easy. It was Oladipo, like, clearly. Oh, yeah. it's Oladipo. Yeah. Um, De'Aaron Fox? De'Aaron Fox is the winner. But That's I true. don't know about that, because he might be just the guy that gets he's getting more playing time, and they have the ball, and he's got the ball in his hands no, all I mean, the time he played now. played a ton last season. Isn't he a better three-point shooter now? Yeah, was I mean, it, yeah, he's better. Let's have a look. Uh, let me basketball reference. What I was going to say was, see, this is why I brought up the superstar thing, because I think there's an argument to me that it's Kimball Walker, because I feel like he's oh, jumped yeah. a tier. Of course, Kimball Walker. Like, Walker he is like a legit 30-point-per-game guy now. Like, he is a threat to get 40 every night, and I think that... <sighs> Last year he wasn't, like to me. Yeah, so. he is really lighting it up now. So Fox is playing only five more or four more minutes per game, but he's taking okay. three more shots. He's shooting four percent better from two, seven percent better from three. 
6% better effective field goal, and he's averaging 6 points more per game, 3 assists, and 2 rebounds. I really don't ready? like giving this award to the rookie that got better, though. I feel like it's yeah, just Yeah, I mean, it's I got you, but he's averaging 17 and 8. 17, 8, and 4. I mean, he's he's been good. But yeah. he's, he was supposed to be good. He was, like, a top-five pick. So yeah. it's just strange. Like, guys that have been in the league for a long – like, for – I like it when a guy has been in the league and you think you know him, and then all of a sudden you're like, holy hell, that guy has gotten a lot better. Like, right, that yeah, guy let's is see really if the Kimball Walker thing bears out in stats. That's what I mean, though, because his thing. stats may be incremental, but, like, when you watch him play, it's clear that he has worked on his game a lot. Yeah, to the yeah. point where he's actually making me feel something for the Charlotte franchise. No one has ever given a shit about <laughs> the Hornets This, or this the might Bobcats. be slightly bad timing, but his last three games have been pretty bad. I mean... That's okay. Yeah, Five points or less in all three with terrible shooting splits. I mean, everybody has dips, but uh, let me see. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe he had just he's maybe playing he's the same number of minutes. He's taking three more shots. He's shooting slightly. Contract worse. year. Yeah. His contract yeah, his year. His stats also. are actually pretty much the same, except he's averaging five more points a game. Yeah, and three more shots. I don't know. It's close, right? It's pretty. Yeah. He's. I, mean, I, I, I could. I could. I could definitely see that. And that five points a game in your. Eighth NBA season is a lot. Yeah, it's a big jump. Yeah, it is. That's what I mean. Especially considering it's... where he came from, because he was another in... guy to consider. Oh, go ahead. No, you, you go ahead. Sorry, I say another guy to consider would be Jeremy Grant for OKC. It seems like he's finally sort of become the guy everybody thought he would. I, just, I don't so. think there's enough there. Jeremy Grant. He's yeah. a legitimate four for them now. Whereas before he was like, well, if that really if that pans out, maybe maybe he can do it. Maybe he can be the four. And now it's sort of like he is. So he's helped them a lot. They're they're a lot better because of his emergence and uh, the mellow subtraction. Yeah. How bad are the are the Hornets? The they're not Hornets? that. They're not that bad. They're not. Ba- they're five hundred. Okay. If he keeps at that scoring pace, I think he'll win easily. No, but maybe not. Maybe they'll do it the Fox thing. He was already averaging 22 points per game. Now he's like in the top 10 in scoring. He's averaging only .7 less than Anthony Davis. And he's shooting 45%, which is really good for a guard. Yeah, I mean, that's that's 1% better than Harden. On on almost exactly the same volume. They're both taking 20 shots a game. Yeah. So shouts to Kimba. That's who I picked. Will, did you say who you picked, or were you uh, you were with De'Aaron Fox? Yeah, he agreed with me on De'Aaron Fox. Unless you yeah. want to correct me. No, nah, man, De'Aaron Fox is is legit. I'll never forget He's... him not playing in that playoff game against the high school I teach at because it wasn't fair. So his team beat my team four on five while he stood near the baseline. <laughs> Wait, he really I just tell like you guys that. that story? No, stood there. It was, like, it was the first round of the the state high school playoffs that year, and my school's team was like. 15 and 19 and somehow snuck in the playoffs like as the last seed and so his team was the number one seed on side of the bracket and he was averaging like 40 points per game for the season uh-huh. and so during the game for very large stretches of the game they just didn't pass him the ball he was on the court he just like hung out on a corner like and let his team beat us four on five they won by like 45 points nice. <laughs> apparently he did it several times that wow. season where the the coaches felt like it wouldn't be fair if he just like played because he was. Like, that's scary. I feel like that's almost worse than him just scoring fifty eight. Yeah, because Kentucky signed him when he was like a sophomore in high school. So, yeah, I think it, I think it was worse too. The guys who played in that game said it was terrible. Yeah, it's that that would suck. I feel like they that would be worse. Like I would hate points. that. They were awful that year. But anyway, crazy. Um, all defense. 
all defense. You mean, do you mean defensive player of the year? Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. Defensive player <laughs> all of the year. defense. I don't five boring defensive players. I mean, we defensive could. Defensive player of the year. I mean, it's, this one's kind of a weird year because it feels like this is the year we're finally getting out of that rotation of Kawhi, Draymond, and Rudy Gobert. You can make a case for Kawhi. I mean, I'm not going to, but you could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. Um, I mean, because of how well the Grizzlies have been doing, Marcus Soule has been getting a lot of talk about, you know, how much his defense has improved. Um, and, I mean, it, and, I mean, it actually has. I mean, he's, I mean, he's being healthy, being back on the floor is, like, one thing of that. Like, he's actually, like... I don't know, just by watching him, he just seems like he's gotten, like, I guess, developed more and being into better spots. Just like he's, like, I don't know what his percentage is at the rim, but he's guarding really well at the rim. Um, to the point to the point where, like, he's leading this thing, and I, can't, I don't even know who can really compete with him at this point. I mean, I guess Kawhi, but that would... It, feel, it feels like this year specifically, that would be more off reputation. Mm. Well, who do you have? Uh, I mean, I have Mark Gasol again. I'm agreeing with John, two categories in a row. It's because, like, physically, he's worse off than when he won the award last time. But his defense is better, which is the opposite way of how it should work. He's, like, getting by on, like, smarts and know-how and positioning. And the Grizzlies are 13-8 and eight through a quarter of the season. They're in fourth place in the Western Conference. Uh, they have the best defense in the league. And J.B. Bickerstaff is their coach, which has to actively hurt them as an organization. <laughs> So I have to imagine they would have won three or four extra games if he wasn't their coach. <laughs> yeah, I'm also picking Marc Gasol because, like John said, there's, like, literally, like, no one else to pick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's for sure the front runner 21 games in the season. Yeah, but season. I don't know. It's just I don't know how sustainable their defense even will be, et cetera, et cetera. I guess we'll see, but. And again, oh. Draymond not playing. Rudy Gobert, their defense is not as good as last yeah, season. Yeah, can we talk on the Rudy Gobert thing and how yeah. bad the Jazz are? Like, what? Can you guys, like, other than me gloating about that the Jazz are bad, um, how? What? What's wrong with the Jazz? Why are the Jazz not the second best team in the Western Conference? Like everyone said, they were going to be there in tenth. You know, they're under five hundred. Uh, well, what's wrong with the Jazz? They just can't for- score. Is that the problem? That is one of the problems. Another problem is that they're giving up the same kind of shots, but teams are just making them. From everybody that I respect that does like basketball reporting, has said they still only really give up a lot of mid rangers and stuff, and they don't give mm-hmm. a lot. They don't give up a lot of points to the rim. They don't give up a lot of three pointers. It's just like teams are making more shots. So teams are Chris Pauling them. They're adjusting. And yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess so. Right. That's what it seems like. And I mean, that's how Houston had a lot of success with that too. Just isolating on the bear yeah. and then taking mid range yeah. jump shots, but. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I that's, mean ki- that's kind of um, that reminds me of uh, and favors has been bad too, which is a huge problem for them. Yeah, yeah, those are those are the two points that I was going to make. I mean, one with the with the opposing teams just happen to be making the just being more efficient at those inefficient shots. It reminds me of the last time uh, Kawhi played on the Spurs before he became a traitor, and people <laughs> were talking about how. Um, just for like the first half of the year, people kept bringing up this bizarre stat that the Spurs' defensive rating is worse whenever Kawhi is on the floor, and then it became this whole thing of people like insanely suggesting that Kawhi is not a good defender anymore. When really it was just that teams just happened to be making more of their shots when he was on the floor. Yeah, it's like a weird thing. It didn't really make any sense, but it is what it is. Yeah. Okay, I got a stat for you guys. 
Can you guys guess what Mark Gasol's on and off uh, plus minus per 100 possessions is? Mark Gasol's on or off? Yeah, per 100 possessions. Defensive? Plus 8? No, just overall. Uh, Plus 17. Whoa, that's high. Plus 8. No, you guys are both way off. It is 17 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I was really close. Yeah, dude, they're terrible. With you guys are both way off. <laughs> That's rude, bro. How you gonna troll Will like that? <laughs> okay, um, let me see. Who else would it be? Um, defensive player of the year. I can't really think of anybody. Uh, I mean, you like again, you can make, you can always make a case for Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi. he has been he's been really good. There's been a wave of people trying to include Giannis and Embiid in that conversation. Embiid, but... Embiid is he deserves to be there in the conversation, but they struggled at the beginning of the year, so yeah, it's hard to yeah. say. Like, I think over the course of the year, he may he may end up being the defensive player of the year because he is re- he does really change a lot of shots at the rim, and he's pretty mobile uh, around the perimeter. So he's a great defensive player for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Who else would that be? I don't really know. Who's the anti-defensive player of the year? Uh, well, before we get to that, I know that another player who's picked up steam is Robert Covington because he's actually eh, he's. Eh. I can't get over the fact that he didn't. He was not good in, in the playoffs last year on defense. That's, <laughs> so. that's like ridiculous, man. That's not, no, it's that's not ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> eh, I'm just like, all right, great, cool, man. Well, we'll I mean, his the tenure in Minnesota so far has been really good, so I guess we'll just and have Minnesota to see if that continues. Fine. Yeah, they're fine so far. Yeah, I, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm just saying for defensive player of the year, that's a little bit of a stretch. That's all. Okay, you're saying the anti-defensive player yeah, of the year. Yeah, who's the anti-defensive player of the year? Will, you go first. Um, Carmelo still eligible? <laughs> <laughs> no. He has to be active. Active, active players. Like 10 games enough for him to be active. eligible for this award? <laughs> active players. <laughs> Active players. He's like technically on the roster still. Come on! <laughs> All right. Um, uh, it's gonna take a second for me to think now. Uh, Zach Levine still. Zach Levine's fucking. Oh, uh, Zach Levine is fucking oh horrible. Zach he's Levine like, is the new actually, James Harden. Yeah, he's an abomination. <laughs> on defense. I saw Zach Lowe tweeted the other day that, Zach, or it was in his article. It was in his Ten Things I Like article that Zach Levine is worse than he looks on defense, which wow. is insane because he looks hilariously bad he literally <laughs> just stands around and instead of rotating to a guy he'll push someone else to go rotate to that guy and take wild swipes at the ball and give up layup after layup <laughs> he yeah. is beyond terrible he's the worst habits of russell westbrook and james harden combined on defense oh my gosh <laughs> all right Trent, i was gonna say that i was gonna say john wall just because he's really bad like john and wall. he could be good it's frustrating to watch him play defense because he's yeah. so lazy He's like the like, laziest. Okay, so that he could be good part means that he is sometimes good at defense. Zach Levine is never good at defense. <laughs> That's fair. I know, but yeah. I feel like it's more—it's almost more frustrating. Like Zach Levine, you're like, oh, he's so helpless. But Zach Levine's worse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. And John Wall still though. And I mean, I acknowledge that this is just picking on him, but we have to acknowledge that Trey Young may be competing with Zach Levine as the worst player <laughs> oh, on defense man. at this point. I know, but rookies are never good on defense. Yeah, but it's, hardly. It's, yeah, he's yeah. I, I give him a bit of the doubt for this year because he's a rookie. Yeah. He's a small guard, Darren. Small defense. guards. The worst big man on defense? Yeah. Man, this is tough. Is it – I mean, you could probably make a case that JaVale is still the worst big man on defense. You think he's worse uh, than Jokic? Uh, I think Jokic tries hard. He just okay. is not very mobile. But I don't think he's – he's like – 
as long as he can get to the point where he's not a minus, then they'll be fine. And their defense has been a lot better this year, so you have to take that into account. That's true. Um, shit, I don't know. Big um, man, big man, big man. Oh, has Marquise Chris played enough games together? No, <laughs> no. God, yeah, he's beyond <laughs> terrible. They, he is like, you know, when, when they traded for them, I was like, yo, man, he was a number eight pick. There's no way he's that bad at basketball. He's that bad at basketball. He's really bad. <laughs> he is like one of those, like, um. He's really bad. Uh, who's the guy that the Grizzlies drafted? The, to uh, beat? Yeah, yeah. He's like to beat level bad NBA player. He's like legitimately got off of basketball. Like, how did he make it to the NBA? Mm. Yeah, oh, it's I... probably still Inez Cantor. I mean, that's probably who the worst defensive big man is. Oh, man, that's mean. He's a good player, but he's really bad at defense. <laughs> he doesn't try very hard either. I think he does. He's just slow. He's like lumbering. You could have made a case for Towns, but he's uh, picked it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, now that Jimmy good for you, Carl. That's right. But if we're, if we're counting defending your country, then Cantor has to be Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> okay. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Aiden hasn't been good on defense, but he's a rookie, so it's hard to, you yeah, know. Yeah, he's okay. Like, I don't want to butcher him. Speaking um, of rookies, John, Rookie of the Year? Rookie of the Year. All right, well, this is going to be. I feel be... like this is, this is a lot like the Ben Simmons thing last year where it's like, okay, but should we talk about the uh, like second best rookie because it's so clear who the Rookie of the Year is? Yeah, okay. All right, then. So, everybody after Jaron Jackson. It's uh, Luke. Luke <laughs> <laughs> is number two, clearly. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, swap those guys, and that's the, that should be it right now. Luca yes. number one, and Jaron Jackson, number two. Yeah, that is the entirety sure. of the conversation. I guess yeah, you can throw DeAndre Aiden in there if you want, but he's on the side. I would... You know, me personally, I would probably put Zion Williamson at number three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, were, were we talking about current rookies of the year yeah, or future no, yeah. rookie of the year? No, I mean right, it. So I mean, like, you guys, know. Um, Zion's a pro. The argument that uh, Luke is not a rookie because he's yeah, no, no, I don't put any credence to that argument. That is ridiculous. Because okay. that's just, I mean, I could see the it's argument, but ridiculous. that just annoys me because people are just, have been like constantly trying to take away credit from him. Talking yeah, yeah, I got at you. first, it was always that like he sucks because you don't know what he would have done in college, and now it's <laughs> oh yeah, we totally should have seen that coming. He's I been saw, a pro I for saw so a tweet long. The other day it was like, yeah, but can he beat Dayton? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's just the, there's a there's a this is analogous to a, a soccer situation. Like people, you know, you guys know who Lionel Messi is, right? Okay. Yes, we are aware of him. So, you know, I, I've heard of him. And um, people <laughs> in England are like the uh, the soccer fans in England are equivalent to like uh, Portland Trailblazers fans, and that they're psychopaths. Okay? okay. So their their argument for years was that oh, Messi scored in Barcelona, but could he do it on a wet night in London? <laughs> That's what people do with Luca. They do the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, to me, oh, it's yeah, crazy. But could he have played SEC college basketball? Yeah, it's yeah. crazy to me yeah, that so. for them to make for anyone to make this argument because a that was a critique of him was like, oh, but he's playing in Europe and uh, you know he may have already reached the ceiling, whatever, whatever. Like, and now like hit the not now he can't win rookie of the year because of those same things. It's like yeah. we well, just pick a side and stick with it. All these mm-hmm. people that said he was gonna not be good in the NBA, they are all they're they're like they're panicking right, right now so their takes the are trash i'm ready to formally and officially eat the crow on luka Doncic. <laughs> i'm really like i'm honestly truly truly shocked that he is as good at basketball as he already is because i thought you were losing trolling with swag 
I'm not gonna lie. He bro. should change his I, name to Dragon Bender because that's a way cooler <laughs> name, and Dragon Bender doesn't deserve it. Honestly, Will, I always thought you were trolling about the Lucas stuff. I mean, I, I thought, thought you knew he would be good. I didn't want to. I didn't want everyone to overreact. I didn't want him to be the prince that was promised and like have to be sad when he wasn't actually good. And he's on the Mavericks. No. And fuck the Mavericks forever, bro. It was very. I, I'll say that it was very awkward being the only person in my section cheering every time Luca made a shot in that Rockets game. You <laughs> didn't get stabbed. <laughs> it sucks because, yeah, as a Rockets fan, I have to deal with the fact that he's going to be great for 15 years and probably yeah, I, kill I, I the Rockets over and over again. Team, any yeah. Other basketball team. Well, the Spurs. I don't want him to be on the no, Spurs no, no, either. I, the Spurs would be fine with me. No, it's <laughs> not fine. I hate Mark Cuban. All the stuff that happened with the Mavericks in the offseason makes me hate the Mavericks even more. Sure. Like, yeah. Fuck the Mavericks. Yeah. No, that, that's totally understandable. Shark Tank is a garbage show. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. even worse than Tillman Fertitta's shitty reality show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's got Billion some pretty good ratings, five. though, Will. I mean, you ain't got to hate, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All NBA 5. And, M- yeah, we're... Okay, I mean, our MVP will be in our top five, so I guess we can mix those conversations together. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who's, uh, so you guys are all on Jaron Jackson second? Is there a yeah, third place rookie? Either Is him or DeAndre third? Ayton. I mean, I mean, it's been pretty quiet for Ayton, but that's just because of how terrible Phoenix is. But he's still putting up good stats. He's yeah. still a really Yeah, good his player. numbers have been so fine. My, I think he's going to be good. Jaron Jackson is his team is 13 and 8. Um, Ayton's is 2 and 14 or whatever. I know that's not directly related I mean. to those players, but... If the if the season ended today, Jaron Jackson would be playing heavy minutes on a playoff team and doing well. Yeah. And Aiden, we have no idea if Aiden is good. Let me. We know that he's better than Alex Lynn. That's all we know for like certain. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I would say let this me, too. Uh, 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 it's been a really the... good class. It's yeah. been a good class. Like e- even guys like Trey Young, who we kind of made fun of for defense, and uh, and guys like Wendell Carter is on a bad team. They've had moments where you're yeah. like, wow, yeah. these guys are yeah, going to be Wendell good. Wendell Carter is legitimately good. You know who's not good? Marvin Bagley. I don't that think Bagley's good. Okay. I think I, I don't I, know. I don't know if I don't think he's good or if it's just like he's his talents duplicate three other guys in the Kings, and it's like what do, what do they do? I don't know how to feel about him as far as like what his ceiling is, but he's better than I thought he would be. Even though I'll admit that I thought he was going to be beyond terrible. Bigger regrets: Kings or the Hawks? Ooh. Um... I think the Kings because they could have picked someone who was. No, I mean they could have oh, picked Luca. Yeah, We're talking about Luca specifically. <laughs> like they both passed. I don't blame the Suns for pay, picking Aiton. Yeah, like I wouldn't have, but Aiton, I think he's going to be good. But Bagley over Doncic when you don't have a pick coming up seems like a crazy. Yeah, because I mean me. I don't know. I could see the argument both um, ways because I mean Sacramento. I mean they just need talent. I mean he would have been. All of their draft selections over like the past ten years have been pretty questionable. They're like finally are like striking gold with De'Aaron Fox, and like aside from that, we don't really know how the rest of their talent is going to develop. And yeah. from the Atlanta side, I can see it because like at least Sacramento has some young guys that show some promise, and like Atlanta is like they're putting like all their stock into Trey Young being good enough to like to take that team, like, to the playoffs to be a legitimately good team. Like, it's Trey Young is going to be the guy. I don't know how comfortable I would feel with that. I would feel, like, I would feel more comfortable with Luka being that guy. I don't don't know. And, I mean, we don't know how good Luka's going to be either. But, like, if I was told if I had to pick 
someone from this rookie class to completely start over with a team, I'd pick Doncic, and the Hawks picked Trey Young. Right, but the the thing with the Hawks is they got the pick, so that maybe that'll work out for them if you take two guys, take two shots instead of one. If they weren't comfortable enough to give uh, Doncic the keys, maybe they'll be more comfortable. Like maybe they'll be okay with having those two guys, and then. Um, you know, whatever young guys they have on the roster right now. But the Kings, I understand them wanting to put the ball in Darren Fox's hands and be like, okay, you got the, you know, do whatever you got to do, get better as a ball maker. But, like, I'm watching Buddy Hill and uh, and I like him, but he's running pick and rolls. It's like secondary pick and rolls. I'm like, this could be Luka Doncic, and you could have Luka Doncic and Darren Fox as your backcourt for the next 12 years. Yeah, and they I, didn't I do it. And they went with Bagley instead, who... Because I think it's been like pretty well established that it's some sort of personal. You think it was a personal reason? reason. Yeah, didn't he like cancel it's a meeting there or something? I don't know. It's probably something like that. Something Dante. dumb. So I hope I hope eventually we hear that story when when Vladi gets fired. <laughs> I feel bad for Kings fans, man. And badly it might be good, but I just feel like you know if you're guys that are uh, hustle guys that get ten rebounds and fifteen points on dunks and can't do much else like those guys you can find those guys you can find those guys in the middle round like at the middle of the first round and that if that's all he is that's what he is right now and he can't play defense if that's all he ends up being like that's that's not good like at least with the Hawks they got a guy that can stretch the floor I mean I think Trey Young is gonna be a good bat I think he's gonna so be a good pro he has a very good vision which is Jackson, which right? is positive yeah so they could have got a much better version yeah he of got drafted too yeah, I mean, even yeah. Jaron Jackson. Even Jaron Jackson. Like, imagine Jaron Jackson. Yeah, imagine Jaron Jackson and Fox pick and roll. Like, that's, that, wow, that's, that, that's, I wouldn't even, you can't even really hate on that, because then you can make the argument, well, we just want Fox to have the ball all the time, but yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> King's, King's yeah, fucked up. All right, MVP, or do we want to do, we'll do MVP first, right? And then we'll pick the other four guys? Okay. Um, as MV- MVP, to me, is Giannis. I mean, he... <laughs> wow, shocker. Um, I mean, he's doing... Ye- <laughs> Let that Kawhi oh, hate go, that's, John. That's that's a bit misleading to say that if I don't pick Kawhi, then that means I hate him, even though you're right. But <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's a, it's a good angle, though. It's a great angle to make fun of you. <laughs> no, he's a forward. Yeah, I would say he's a forward. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's very tough. It's very I mean, the uh, all NBA is impossible. Almost, You're making but, the first <laughs> team, brother. Yeah, but I mean, it's a, it's a, essentially to me, it's a. It, I mean, I would pick Giannis, but I can recognize that it's pretty much a toss up. Or I can understand why people would pick Kawhi either way. I think they're in in either order, one and two. Sure, I think LeBron is probably in the top three. Also, he's been really good, and they're winning. They're they're winning despite having role players that are have played less. Yeah, than no kidding. Game. That has kind of been a little deflating. <laughs> Brandon Ingram has not been good. He is on the trade block. Yeah. Brandon Ingram's on the trade block. I think, or I think they would listen anyway. Yeah, at he this should point. be. But okay. Anyway, anyways, um, uh, Will. Kawhi. Will, what do you think? Who's your I MVP? Just, I think that right. Yeah, now I think it's, cool. it's it's his to win because his team is a little bit better than the Bucks. Yeah. I think I'm I'm with you and basically for the same reason. I think typically MVP goes to unless there's like some statistical anomaly such as Westbrook averaging a triple double. Um typically the award is safely 
Yeah, and I think the best player on the best team. You can do the argument like, oh, Giannis is better because he's better on defense, but except in this case, that's not necessarily true. Like Kawhi is like one of the few guys who's insulated from that particular criticism. Because mm -hmm. like if it was Harden or Curry or something, you could say, well, Giannis plays a full game. He's the best guy on both ends. Well, so is Kawhi. You know, he's just his team is better. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's not necessarily Giannis' fault. Right. I think that he has a good chance of winning, but I think he's going to have to do something exceptional to get over that, or Kawhi's going to have to play 55 games or something. Yeah. And another reason... No, I was just oh, going to stop Giannis' stat line. He's, yeah, he's averaging 27.5 oh, okay. points a game, 13 rebounds, and 6 assists on 58% shooting. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. Here, here's, here's another argument I have against Giannis for Kawhi. Um... Just the Raptors feel like a legitimate threat this year, where in ways that they weren't last year, and you can directly point it to Kawhi. Whereas the Bucks' successes, it seems more like it's because of the coach. Now, this isn't Giannis's fault, but I feel like Giannis, as a player, isn't bringing that much different to the table that he did last season. But because of their system and the new coaching staff, and like Will said, some of the role players stepping up, that. Uh, their newfound success is more about this sort of change of environment rather than him like elevating his game to another point. Whereas I think you can directly point to Kawhi and be like, that's the reason that they're more dangerous this year. He's the reason why they're going to go to the finals or whatever. Whereas like DeRozan wasn't taking you there. So I don't know. I just feel like Kawhi's elevated them in a way that Giannis hasn't elevated the Bucks, but that's not really Giannis's fault. Like the reason they're winning. I mean, they're still winning. So I'm not going to not taken away from them. Some Westbrook like Westbrookian game winners, games where he hits like, like crazy game winners and shit. I think it's close. I think it's very close, and I think LeBron is like the close third. Because the Lakers are like, yeah, LeBron is. If LeBron plays like he's been playing the last two weeks after that start that they had, and the fact that they still like Javale McGee tries the second hardest on their team. <laughs> I don't know why you say somehow. The somehow is they have LeBron James, I mean, have, and he's like still the best player in the league. I don't. Yeah. During his tenure, their last time, and their team is better. Sure. Than this, team. this team, I would say that the Laker team they have isn't as bad as I mean, those Cavs teams, but it's not that much. It's not as much. It's not as. Well, no, no, no. Those teams were different. Those teams like didn't really care about. LeBron. I don't think LeBron cared about getting MVP, and it was just like a different atmosphere. Whereas like. When he has bad players around him, he has to like go all out, and it seems like but he's think, doing uh, a I lot like he did last season with the Cavs. Question is, can they get some players that actually? Um, play? I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't there's, know. There's like who are they going to really trade for? Bradley Beal? I mean, more, like I don't. Yeah, like that's pretty much it. Like now, the only stars on the block are Wall and Beal. Beal and Kimba, like Kimba, maybe like if the Harness don't want to pay mean, him, like maybe he's Bradley on the block. Beal I don't know. You ask the teams that have them that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would. I mean, I definitely would rather have Bradley Beal than Bradley yeah. Ingram. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather have Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal is so they, fun they, to watch live, by the way. Bradley I know you guys aren't. I mean, I doubt. I thought you were scoffing at the notion that they would want Bradley Beal. Probably not. What? Yeah, exactly. I would rather have I would rather have Giannis than Lamarcus yeah. Aldridge, but that, <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to happen. Really, <laughs> bro? Um, okay, so... Yeah, the only way that Beal gets traded from the Wizards is if he goes to the management so and says, I want to be traded. Forwards. Three forwards. Who's that? Well, it's LeBron, Kawhi, and Giannis. We can't. Dur- n- no. no. I mean, it, you tell me. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. Okay, I don't so know. You don't have your three forwards. Which one are you taking so out I, of those three in the first team? 
slot in Durant. I mean, for me, for sure, Durant's uh, Giannis stays. So this is, yeah, this is crazy because I actually don't have LeBron in all all NBA first team for the first twenty games. I I think he will be in the All NBA so team. To, but right now, I have Giannis, Durant. KD, and Kawhi. Are you both doing that? Yeah, I think Durant's been he's incredible. Load, you know. Yeah. And they're five. They're yeah, like, yeah, he's been incredible I mean, he kind this of season. Fine. I mean, they both kind of have the same role right now, of just like carrying the team until something better happens. Yeah, and, and uh, Durant's is better. Oh, uh, Damian. So is the, the is the only reason? I just saw that. Is the only reason? I mean, probably not. Is the only reason that Durant isn't in the MVP conversation in the way LeBron is just the fact that we all know Curry is coming back or he's back well, now, and Draymond will be back, and the guy will be coming. Yeah, if Curry, if Curry had been healthy, we'd be talking about yeah, Curry. Yeah, Curry was incredible. I mean, we were talking about Curry for, what, the first 10 games? Curry probably yeah. would have been And MVP. then ever since... Yeah, if you did an MVP yeah. thing after and 10 games, he would And ever since he went down, the conversation has basically been just, you know, wait until he gets back. And the so. only NBA superstar that people hate more than James Harden is Kevin Durant now. <laughs> people are tired of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. For the most part. yeah. I don't know. He's yeah, that's fair. He's such a fucking annoying person. <laughs> exactly. So, He's the new, more corny <laughs> there Dwight you go. Howard. We're not talking about the Dwight Howard thing. Any part of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Other than the fact that it's funny that he has to get surgery <laughs> on his ass. It is really funny. bad time for his reputation. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the most Dwight I, Howard I injury of all time. His ass. Yeah, but it's like lower it back. It's like by his ass. <laughs> anyway, and wait, just it's a real glu- quick. It's a have you guys seen that problem. really weird micro meme? They did surgery on a grape. <laughs> no. Uh, oh yeah, I saw it's, it. it. That was it, a real it's thing. A fucking, it's a real it's, story. It's this weird thing where, like, I, I I haven't read the story, so I don't know what exactly the context is. But I just see a bunch of photos on Instagram of people saying they did surgery on a grape, <laughs> and then the Bucks Twitter. Copy the same format, and they tweeted they did surgery on John Hanson. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> How is this a part of like NBA culture?" I just thought that was really funny and wanted to mention it. There we go, guys. That was our trip down. I don't meme, know. Meme it's craziness, there. but uh, um, so <laughs> so all NBA. I got so for the forwards, and I think you actually may have to have a center, which would change this. Um. I think you I think, may have to for all NBA for All Star you I don't. But I think for same. all NBA you might have yeah, like, to. It's like it's like forwards and big men, just it, and just like two know, guards different. and I three not guards. I mean, I'll just Google it. Okay, well if that's the way it is, then I would go Kawhi, KD, oh, and Giannis. But if you have to throw a center in there, then you have Wait, to start what? talking about Anthony Davis. I say if they have to throw a center in there, then you have to start talking about Jokic or Davis. No, who was your team? I oh, know he 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 mentioned. Uh, oh, and then, so my team is Giannis, KD, uh-huh. Kawhi, Curry, and Harden. Wow. I still Ooh. put Curry in there. Okay. I don't. Who well, else? Just, just because am I gonna put in there? already quite a bit of time, I would replace him with Kemba. Oh uh, shit! You're right. There has to okay. be a center on the whole NBA I, I, teams. Ah, there it is. Okay, so I'm taking out KD. I'm going with Giannis and Kawhi because they're the MVPs right now. So I yeah. think you have to give them that and respect. Then, who is this? Who did you say was center? That actually makes me that makes me feel less bad about uh, not having LeBron in there because it's just weird. Like if you take both of them out, then I, I feel a little bit better. It's just crazy stacked. Uh, center, I'd probably go with Jokic because they have 
I mean, he's been he's been as good as he was at the end of last season when they needed him to score like twenty five points. Yeah, I mean, I guess at center it has to be either Jokic or Davis. Yeah, I, th- I would say the, them. I mean, you can make an argument for Cat, I guess, at this point, or Embiid. I think, I think, I think yeah. Towns and Embiid are going to have too. a much better argument by the end of the year. But yeah, me too. So John, who's the rest? Well, I don't know if Minnesota's going to actually make playoffs. The rest. Yeah. I'm going to do. Um, uh, Top down, I'd go um, Anthony Davis, uh, Giannis, Durant, and then for my guards, I pick Kemba and James Harden. <laughs> the Kawhi is strong. The Kawhi is strong. Get over this love fest for Kawhi. I don't. I, honestly, personally, I don't oh. see what's like what's to like about the guy. I, I just. I don't know. I guess it's twenty eight points at the with the best record. Twenty five and a half. I understand. <laughs> and every and every every time they play a great team, he scores like thirty eight points. Anyway, I guess um, that's not. good If he enough. can carry okay. that to the bad teams too, then maybe. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat. Uh, I'm gonna put Kevin Durant at center because into the mic. <laughs> I'm gonna cheat. And I'm gonna put that's, Kevin Durant. That's not even a thing. Probably. He, <laughs> it's I, not I'm even sure real. Locked, like, he doesn't even play center. As the tallest person on the floor. At least say you're gonna put Giannis. It would, it would make more sense if you're like, oh, I'm gonna cheat and put Giannis. It's because I think they actually use him in center. I don't think Katie ever plays center. This is terrible. I'm trying. This is egregious. (laughs) This is egregious. (laughs) He is playing. Okay, who can guess how many minutes at at what percentage of his minutes at center he's playing? Four percent. It's actually five. Four (laughs) percent. Okay, so I need to know uh, if there's absolutely. a threshold that you have to play to be to be eligible. I think it's got to be at least fifty, oh, yeah, at least fifty percent, probably. Anthony Davis doesn't play fifty percent of his minutes at center. Who's the? Yeah, he does. Durant Who's their center? Sixty-one percent at power forward, thirty-five at small forward. Let me look up Anthony Davis. Yeah, I'll name my real. Team Anthony in a Davis second, is their starting the, center. They the play Miritich. They start Miritich at power forward. He's their center. Calm down. Shit, basketball reference. Okay, let, let, I okay, didn't let's have do this him. again. I, Who can guess the minutes, the percentage of minutes at center for Anthony Davis? 17%. 73 reference is listing 100%. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. There you go, Because <laughs> Randall, no, Randall and Miritich. Okay. okay. Right, yeah. For the real team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Embiid, uh, Giannis, Kawhi, Harden, and Victor Oladipo. He's not hurt. Oladipo's now. hurt too. If you yeah, he's out indefinitely. Your... Oh, he is hurt. Since like since like three four days ago. Oh, if your argument is that Curry doesn't play, <laughs> he's playing so good. You gotta go. Yeah, he yeah. was. The Pacers might fall way out of the playoff picture. Yeah, that's oh, bad news for the Indiana. <laughs> well, good thing these are the core East. of the season awards. Um, the, uh, for the full season, though, I agree with Trent. The East think, is trash. Uh, as, as long as Curry comes back within like the next week or two, like he's supposed to. Okay, good. He's back. Um, he played last he night. He's back in the lineup. Then Curry. They lost, but he played. Yeah. And Harden, if the Rockets don't figure out the record and they or five hundred, we know how that's going to turn out for the All NBA voting, and that he's not going to make for a second or third team. <laughs> I actually don't. I don't think they would do that to him this year, but that that year yeah, for sure they were trying to like make a point, which was very odd. 
Um, if they won like forty five games, they kind of have to put him at first team. His numbers are he's leading league in scoring and leading league in steals. <laughs> like he's kind of why don't you marry him? It's bro? hard to say. Oh, <laughs> James. You're the reason. You're the reason that the Rockets are bad. It's like actually, uh, the reason they're bad is because they don't have any wing depth. But that's not really has anything to do with James Harden. Fertitta can't even pay his rent now. <laughs> He's spending all his money on that Rockets <laughs> salary. He put it all on Chris Paul, which is um, yeah. Chris Paul salary again. What do you know? Vouchers. Mm-mm. He's like Will Ferrell and Semi Pro. We don't even sell corn dogs. <laughs> Every time they ask Chris Paul about if they ever ask him about the team struggling or like wing depth or the bench of uh, the Rockets, he should just pull out a big stack of money yeah. and start counting it. <laughs> like just like, like just not answer it, just like just count because that's your. It's like I don't want to say you're the reason, hey, but he didn't I, take a discount exactly, and he's getting paid like crazy I money. Never, I don't blame him. I I don't. Yeah. I never want them to do don't that. Make him pay the tax like I I, I, I agree. It's it's on the owner. It's on the owner for sure. Yeah, I never paying the tax yeah. for five Any... straight years. <laughs> that just yeah. makes them nice dudes. That the the yeah. fact that Dirk and it's just Duncan funny to point out that one double back full of Chris never... Paul's money probably could pay for Bradley Beal. I would but... never give him that. A, like, yeah, that's not good fiscal advice. Chris Paul doesn't care. He doesn't, he doesn't he care. Doesn't like Bradley Beal. <laughs> Like, hey, Chris, uh, what about that, uh, you know, what do you guys think you guys can do about the depth of the wings? He just, like, pulls out, like, a screenshot of his bank account. He's yeah, like, hey, here's some depth for you. This is my answer. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Yeah. Okay, I can, I can tell Will is itching to talk some shit. So let's go, let, let's go with biggest disappointment of the quarter so far. All right, we got to do biggest disappointment, and then Will has to leave. John and Trent might continue recording. <laughs> um, no, we're yeah, not. Biggest we're disappointment it's of been the season hour. so far is the U... Ta Jazz, brother. I just want to print that article out and send it to Chris Herring. <laughs> brother! The rest of fucking season. <laughs> Fuck that. Second best team in the West, huh? You meant 10th, right? <laughs> Donovan Mitchell's the second coming, right? Or is he worse than his rookie year? Kyle Korver's going to solve all their issues, what? and you'll be wrong, Will. I said Kyle Korver is on his way, Will. You're going to be wrong. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's still the second coming. It just happens to be of Jared Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Donovan Mitchell. It's not, it, it legit. It legit is not his fault. I will say that. I mean, he's had some really bad games, though. He has to do everything on offense. Everything. Oh. Star player is counted on. Headline <laughs> news. I just Fuck say Harden. Off, man. It's not like we didn't Harden know that before the season started. Harden's doing everything on, in the games. season where Ricky Rubio shot well, didn't last. <laughs> Color me shocked. No, in the games that Chris yeah. Paul hasn't played. Harden had to do everything, and they still lost. So I mean, it's not—it's it, not like he's Mitchell's in a unique situation. Utah Jazz by half a game. Yeah. No, no, they I need mean, to get rid of Favors. That thing is right. Yeah, they, instead of getting rid of Favors, they re-sign Favors. So uh, they can still get rid of him. They can still I think it was him. short, really short term. Yeah, so it may be him. possible. But. Yeah. Uh, Trent, That's it's the Rockets, man. Like if you just oh, yeah. go, if you go, just yeah. That's funny. I didn't even think of the Rockets, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Rockets. It's the Rockets. I mean, I, I didn't think that Utah would be obviously. I didn't think Utah would be bad. Like Will did. Good shot. Good call, Will. Um, I uh, I thought they would be good, but I didn't think they were gonna be the second best team in the West or anything. I thought the Rockets would be, and they have not been. They are the eighth best team standings wise, and they're counting on Chris Paul to be around for seventy games to win and he's just not going to be so it, they have a serious issue maybe Brandon Knight is the can help I don't know he hasn't played in the league in like two years 
Their wing depth is horrible. They're counting on guys like Daniel House and Gary Clark and Exactly. You're you're thinking to yourself right now, I don't know who those people are. <laughs> I mean they're I have seen Twitter uh Twitter Twitter responses to like there was a video or something, Corey Brewer's working out in Houston, wants to get an NBA chance, and literally Rockets fans are talking themselves into this. And I don't disagree. He's better than yeah, he's better not? than else. <laughs> so the Rockets they are the most bodies. disappointing. That's- that's the biggest thing. They just need bodies. They, they can't, don't they just can't need go bodies. A whole year giving minutes to just seven guys. They have they have twelve guys on the roster, but three of them are Marquise, Chris, Michael Carter Williams, and like <laughs> who gets cut first? I don't know. Chris Joe Chi. Like it's just like what do you do? Who gets cut first? Yeah, it's gonna be Carter Williams, right? They're not gonna cut him. I mean, the only way they would, the only reason they would cut him is if someone off the buyout market. Needed, they need to create roster space. Are we including Mello? Yeah, Mello is probably the uh, first Mello to go. Mello is getting cut in 13 days. Why are they waiting? Does anyone know they, why they're they can, waiting? They can trade him after the 15th, and I think that they've told him that they will keep trying to trade him and find him a home by the 15th if not cut him. Is what the, I really oh, think. I see. Uh, I thought... Oh. No they one, can't trade him until the 15th, and they're trying to trade him. No one is going to mm. give up assets for Carmelo. Yeah, no, I know. We might have to we might have to give up assets to get rid of Carmelo Anthony if we have some sort of hey, like if one of those assets is Marquise Chris I'm on <laughs> yeah remember yeah, when me, we just need Brandon Knight to play and have like a thirty point game so we can immediately trade him like <laughs> you guys want him he's he's open he's we can take, ah, he's, take good. he's good he's good again yeah I'm, I'm I'm just saying before we recorded we were talking about San Antonio tanking for Zion. You know, just just throw a mellow our way. San, <laughs> San Antonio likes rehabilitating players. I mean, hey, it's you, a guys win-win. Sh- you guys are shooting a lot of mid-range jumpers. He, you're telling me he can't slide right into that that uh, that go. team philosophy? Exactly. I don't think I mean, Carmelo knows that he's washed. Oh, he's oh he for definitely sh- doesn't know that. He's for sure one of those guys that's like, man, I could totally be the best player on a team. Like, let me just that let me show you guys. That was always my fear in life is that I wouldn't know when I was washed. <laughs> Good thing I realized that like five years ago. <laughs> you were only like 27 five years ago. Bro, I was already washed. <laughs> um. Anyway, any uh, final thoughts? John, most uh, disappointing uh, team. Well, we don't know what John's team. most disappointing team is. No one oh, said yeah, Boston. No one said Boston. Uh, yeah, I was, was going to say, yeah. yeah. Yeah, biggest disappointment so far. But I so mean, far. after Kawhi, it's got to be Boston. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I mean, just because we have to acknowledge it, being almost at 500 when this is the year that I think mo- me and Trent, or maybe Will too, predicted that they would win like maybe 65 games. I thought they <laughs> would have the best record in the league, and they are not going to have the I best. I thought record the Raptors in the would have the best record. You did, but you I did. did think they would be just right there. So. Yeah, I mean, technically, it's still technically it's still possible. They just have to they just have to win. They just have to. What's the rest of the way that they have to go? Uh, Six. They just they have, have to go. Nine games left. Yeah, they just have to go fifty-two and seven the rest of the way to reach sixty-five wins. <laughs> hey, it's not unheard of. Yeah, I mean, not like, maybe if you just go from the perspective of biggest disappointment, meaning like the least amount of people saw this coming, Boston would probably be number one, right? Yeah. Like, because there were even some people thought they Houston were would fall this, off. This record last year, though, but I mean, obviously, the circumstances. No, no, they got off. They got a crazy hot start last year. They won like yeah, eleven they... games in a row, like right away. Oh yeah, yeah. it was the year. Yeah. No, they they lost the first two games, and then they won. Like, yeah, then they went like, on that crazy like run, seventeen in a row or something. Yeah, like that. but um, yeah, I mean, and it doesn't help at all that Kyrie has put his energy 
into instead of talking about how the world is flat to now just like airing shit out like we're saying so, saying something like we're close to the point where we may blow it up or some shit like that. <laughs> My favorite Kyrie quote this year was when he's like, "Yeah, we just need like a veteran or whatever." And then people Jaylen like Brown has been really bad. People are like, "You mean like LeBron, Kyrie, Which the guy I that you ran away from?" Well, Tatum has been fine. Yeah. Jaylen Brown has been bad. They've Jaylen, so yeah, Jaylen Brown is having a lost year. Jason Tatum has been okay. Yeah, I mean, he, obviously he hasn't, like, leap, made a leap as a player. Who would you rather have, Jason Tatum or Luka Doncic? Just go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still think about it. Let me see. Hold on, real quick. We, we talked about crazy quotes. Okay. Um, okay. I, I, picked, get, I hope record, you guys Luka. didn't read this quote. Just real quick before we go. Um, okay, this quote right here. Who said... I play angry. I play mad. I play very angry because every game I sit in the locker room and I envision that the other player on the team slapped my mom. That's why I get mad, and now I've got to get you because you slapped my mom. <laughs> is it from the Celtics? No, just anyone in the league. Oh, I was going to say Marcus Smart because I thought we were talking about Boston still. <laughs> no. Just, yeah, the Kyrie quote had me thinking. I don't just think know of crazy people in the league. I'm, I am trying to. Who are not afraid to punch people? Brandon Ingram. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Trent. Uh, man, I have no idea. I don't really have a. I don't really have a good answer. Try uh, the answer. Me, no, hold on. I want to want to throw a guess out there. Uh, okay. I mean, Marcus Smart's not a bad guess, but I I think it's not. You already said no, so it's not him. Is it Ron? No, not Rondo. Rondo is too smart to say something so stupid. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Go ahead. The the answer is Bobby Portis. <laughs> <laughs> so that explains. So Miritich hit his mom. Okay, now it all makes sense now. Yeah, seriously, that guy is on some other shit. He's hurt right now, right? He hasn't even has he played this season. Wait, what? Has he played this season? Uh, I don't think so. So he ain't, no one's hitting his mom then. Yeah, Chicago has been pretty injury plagued this year, and surprisingly, yeah. Jabari has been one of their healthy players. But um, okay, I guess that's Jabari about it. Do y'all have anything else to add? Nah, I think that's it. Okay, that is a wrap. This is Trolling the Paint, an NBA podcast. We'll be back next week. Please subscribe. Send us questions. We love you. Tis the season. Tis the season. (laughs) Tis the season.